1: It's Britt here with the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. We have a very, very exciting guest coming on today. I cannot wait for this interview. Michelle LaFrance is our guest coming on today. Thank you, Michelle, for being here. She is the owner and operator of Smarty Pants. She, what she does, in a nutshell, is helps helps companies get leads and helps companies close sales. She's an absolute rock star. Can't wait for this interview today. How's it going, Michelle? It's going great. I'm so happy to be here with you. We're having fun already. (laughs) (laughs) We were having a blast. You guys, you know, we just had a a long conversation about all the things we actually have in common and it was great. It's great. So Michelle, I can't wait. Let's, let's jump right in. Tell us where you're at today and how you got there. uh, Everything you got going on. And I know you have a lot going on and you're doing absolutely amazing things. So do you mind just telling our listeners, you know, how did you get here? Tell us about your journey. Yeah. Isn't the journey. <laughs> it's always the journey that's so fascinating.
2: I like to call nice. myself a reluctant entrepreneur because I never really wanted to be one. And it was, okay. 19, yeah, it was nine 11 pre nine 11. I was probably like a lot of people working for a big uh, company uh, responsible for the sales and marketing recruiting, hiring, and training people. And I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to retire early. And then, womp, 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 you know, the big buzzkill. There's two big buzzkills at the early part nice. of the 2000s. The first was 9-11. And so mm-hmm. the technology uh, sector got slaughtered. People were at home wanting to buy new sheets for the bed and to do this, that, and the other. And there I am in the tech space. And I'm like, yeah, what? well, wait a second, right? And we just watched um, our company, the company that I was working for, Tumble, and they ended up going bankrupt after 9-11. <sighs> And so I was on a sinking ship. I knew I was on a sinking ship, but it was a big web development, IT consulting company. And where are you going to go? The whole industry was just decimated. So there I am on a sinking ship. And then it sank. And then one day they came in. I was one of, we had close to 100 employees. I was one of the final 11. We all went out. Walked across the street to the unemployment office, stopped at Seattle's Best Company, got a little latte. (laughs) We're like, what the what now, right? Yeah, what's going to happen next? (laughs) And so I was like, well, boy, howdy, you know, like I better do something. And so I also do personality training. And part of anybody that's listening, I want to tell you that people reveal to you who they are, because some people that I worked with stayed on unemployment for three years. And I was like, why would I do that? You know, at a house, I had three horses. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Just sit around and wait, you know, for something to happen. And so I've got a personality type that was like, oh, hell no. I think I'll just go start a company. So I did.
1: (laughs) You took that leap of faith. And hey, did you mention you have horses?
2: Yes.
1: I have two. We are so alike. This is crazy, Michelle. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Horse girl meets horse girl. Womp, womp, womp. You know, two hours later. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> and this interview is still going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michelle, let's continue. Okay. So you were like, you know, take, I'm going to take this leap of faith. I'm going to go down the entrepreneur, entrepreneur path. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So,
2: you know, unemployment didn't quite pay the bills. Right. So we got a mortgage, we got horses. Right. And it's just like, well, this just isn't going to work. So I had this great idea, like, I'll just start my own company and so right. then it was like, okay, well, what do I know how to do? I know about websites, so maybe I can take all that expertise from working for a big corporation and apply it to the small business owner. Because back in the early 2000s, nobody had a website, right? It was still no. Kind of, this is new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is new. People need a website, and so I thought, uh, well, if I'm going to start my company, uh, I was going through a list of names, and I go, well, what do I want? Well, I'm going to have my own company. I want to have fun, so I want a fun name. I want a high retention name because I don't want someone to go, oh yeah, that, that gal came in here and oh yeah, you know, what was the name of that company? So I knew I wanted it to be high retention. And then I had, a, and I wanted it to be back in the day, there was these weird company names like Unisys. And I go, what's a Unisys? Verizon. What's a Verizon? I didn't want some made up stupid name. Sorry, but I just didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that. I get yeah. it. I went to this thesaurus and I was looking for dummy books were big at the time. You know, you're an idiot, you're a dummy, whatever. And I go, nobody needs to feel like an idiot. I just really want to empower. So went to the thesaurus and lo and behold, as I was going through all the names under, I think I looked up smart and there was like genius. And I'm like, that's kind of an arrogant name. And then there was all these names sagacious. And I go, I don't even know what that means. Like, what am I going to be sagacious web? No, that's dumb. And then the the last thing was smarty pants. And I went, oh my God, that's so funny. And I go, well, that's a fun name. And it's a high retention and my last name is LaFrance so I go oh my gosh I'm going to be cold calling people going hey it's Michelle LaFrance with Smarty Pants and so that's what I did and lots of people hung up on me because they thought it was like some juvenile making a crank phone call right <laughs> looking at their caller id and like Smarty Pants is calling and I'm like ah maybe that wasn't the smartest thing I ever did right but it's unique I, and I like it. it it was unique yeah and it is unique I like it now And then um, I also just realized that at first, like anytime you start a company, especially with web, you're like, everybody needs a website. But in fact, I knew that I was looking for a niche. And so I was like, well, it was February, March now. And I'm kind of exhausted networking everywhere that I could possibly network. And I go, girlfriend needs a niche. Like, where can I go hang my hat? And it was February, March in Portland, Oregon. And I go, well, I need somebody that wants an immediate website. Who would that be? And I go, oh, it's raining. But in a couple months, it won't be. So how about home builders? How about remodelers? How about the guys that are building decks? How about the people that are doing landscaping? How about when people need air conditioning? So I honed in on this home service market and I joined the Home Builders Association of Metropolitan Portland. And that's where I hit hater. That's where my company took off because these home builders needed a website. And so I just started building... Right. And, and um, they're like a brotherhood. So one would hire me and then the next would hire me and then, and they would just call up and they go, Steve Brown said, you did a really great job. And I need a website. And Steve said, it was like that. And I go, Oh, nice. <laughs> so that happened up until the second buzzkill, which was 2008. Mm-hmm. I watched my whole target audience disappear in that recession because it hit the home builders. And I go, Oh, why am I in the industry that keeps getting <laughs> decimated? And so I had right. to do a uh, twist there as well. And so all of that to say, it's the entrepreneur's journey of I'm not giving up, right? And it's just like, I don't I don't wanna go back and work for somebody else. There's just gotta be a way. And so in 2008, this was kind of grim times as well because my my audience went away, but I go, I just need one. I just need one person to do business with me this week. And at the time there was the federal stimulus for high efficiency heating equipment. And so that led me in the direction of the heating contractors. And one of, somebody got referred to me and he's like, you know, Michelle, I don't know if I can keep my company alive. I see a future for this Douglas heat pump. (laughs) Can you make me number one in the search? And I'm like, yes, I can. And then a big, long silence. I'm like a uh, Douglas, what, what the heck is it? I can make you number one, but what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) what is it and so here i sit today and that's my niche right and so i really love having a specialty um it's so important because you can really just dial into that industry and really service you know um something specific and it's a growing market so there i am i'm the marketing guru for the ductless heat pump but whatever (laughs) it's good there's a need for it and so i can take all of my um wisdom and knowledge about how the search works. And so I do websites and I I created an online directory. I do video marketing and I help these guys really, really dominate their space by doing something that nobody else is doing. In the world of digital websites and SEOs, everybody's doing the same thing. And I like playing a smarter game. So my clients win. And I like to say for any, well, they do, right? So we were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. personality type again here. I like to win and I like to help my clients win. And that's exactly yeah. what I do. So that is I help what you do. people with business owners, two things, you got to get the lead and you got to close the sale. And if you can get the lead and close the sale and get the lead and close the sale and do that over and over and over again, then I just helped you with two very, very important parts of your business, getting leads and closing sales. So that's what I do.
1: Love it. And it's so important to get those right leads. So with people uh, that you work with, do a lot of them, you know, come to wanting, you know, Michelle, I I have people coming to me, but I need, you know, quality leads who can afford my product or service. Do you deal with that often or no? Yeah, that's exactly right. So we were talking about COVID
2: and what happened in COVID. We already knew that people go to the online and they search, right? We already knew right. that. But guess what? They did that more than they ever did before, Right. And so the online, hundred percent, yeah, right. It's just like, what are you gonna do? Like, some people really, you know, believe like I can't go anywhere, I can't do anything. So that that it's the online search. And some companies that hadn't invested in their digital marketing were like, crap, like I can't go out and speak anymore, or I can't do this, but I really need to be found online. And so that's, uh, that was a really good thing for me and my business. And finally with these HVAC contractors, I was in an industry now that was an essential service, right? So more and more of these guys are duking out online. You got to have heat and cold. You got more people in the house. Now you got to convert the, uh, or the basement into office space. Now we're homeschooling the kids. Right. And so, and so, yeah, I added a lot of value to contractors that really wanted to get found online. And then this is where the closing the leads came in. It was just like understanding that people buy for different reasons. And Mm -hmm. so I am a bank code trainer and so it's the only methodology for sales. And so most companies have a selling system or a one size fits all sales approach, but people are different and they buy for different reasons. So I experienced that in my own business. Like, why is it that sometimes people will do business with me on one call and they go, we love you. We love your passion. You know, so much you're the one. And yet I could go make another sales call or be on another zoom call. And then it would be like, not so much. Like they're not, Mm -hmm. my message wasn't landing on the other side of the zoom call uh, for some different set of values than me. So the, why they buy workshops, and I also do workshops called winning at the kitchen table, but it could be winning at the zoom meeting or winning at the word or winning. Like does your message land with your target audience? And it will with some, and it won't with others until you understand that everybody's got a four part personality code. And that code is based on a hidden set of values. And most people don't even know how to articulate those hidden set of values. But when I help them crack their code, like I did with you, you go, yeah, 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 that's me. That's me, right? And oh, yeah, I'm like that. And no, no, that's not so important to me. So now right. I meet somebody of a different personality code. I sometimes naturally am have a higher energy level. And then I just know that that's actually turned somebody off they kind of think it's, it's overwhelming. They kind of just think like, oh boy, girl, tone it down. And so I've learned how to just recognize who I'm talking to. And I go, oh, this person makes their decision more from their mind. So I need to be less, ener- you know, to bring the energy level down and more pragmatic and then just speak to what they value. And people just like what they like, right? People want to buy in the way that they want to buy. And they have what we call triggers things that will trigger a yes and things that will tripwire a no. So how can you be who you are authentically and just adjust the way that you speak about your product and services in a way that resonates with who's ever on the other side of the phone, the Zoom call, the conference table, the kitchen
1: table. And so I love that. I love it. And you're like the mastermind of that now, right? Because you have studied it you understand it more tell us like tell us um is there still challenges with that sometimes or have you really just like adapted to like okay this person's this personality trait so now that you change the way you're like your energy is with certain people is that so that must be changing the way everything is with sales now and stuff right yeah.
2: Everything's like that.
1: And then I'll go back to like the things
2: that just like I, at the end of the day, I'm like, that just made me so happy. So I help contractors. I help business owners yeah. yeah. to speak to of your prospect. So I don't even know if this will ever be a video or just people are listening, but I have a contractor that is part of his code is, um, the knowledge. So the, in the bank code methodology, the B, the A and the N and the K, it's an acronym, and those letters reflect the personality type. So this is a guy that was high knowledge. So he's really logical. He has a tendency to talk too much to his prospects, provide too much information, right? And so I had okay. to say, right? And for some people, that's just like it's too much. That's me. Like he's like mean, word it's- vomiting, and
1: it's just too <laughs> much. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Word. Yeah. And like people like you and I, I'm just looking for the nearest exit, right? I'm like. Oh my God. <laughs> sensation. So that is, his and he had a really big opportunity. Like it was over $90,000, which is huge. It's a huge. And so he said, well, I, the consumer went out and got three quotes and I'm circling back and I'm circling back. And I go, well, are you speaking their language? Did you crack the code of your buyers? And he's like, no, I didn't. And I go, well, now we have to, what we call speed coding. It's another part of our signature series of training. So I go, okay, What happened? You went and you knocked on the door. Who opened the door? What were they like? What kind of questions did they ask you? What were they concerned about? What was their attention on? Did you notice Mm -hmm. the car in the driveway? So I speed coded the couple that he was doing business with. And guess what? They're different than him. They're what we call the blueprint personality. And they're not going to do business. Their primary concern is how. And they're risk adverse. And although this was a really high end sale, they're still risk adverse. They really want to make sure. So I go, here's the deal. You're circling back. They went out and got, they got three competitive quotes. So it's like an audition, right? These guys go back and it's just like you're sitting there. It's almost like an audition. Somebody's going to win that business. So I'd, here's the script. You're going to go back and instead of doing what you're going to do, which provide too much information that overwhelms them, you're going to go back and you're going to speak their language. And this is how you would do that. So I said, This is how you would speak to this person. Each personality type, our ears perk up when we hear certain things that just speak to our values, right? So you're going to talk to them about the plan. You're going to talk to them about how you're going to onboard them, how it's going to go down, et cetera, et cetera. And he called me back and he said, Michelle, he's not the biggest contractor. So he's up against big companies with big advertising. And this is a smaller
1: guy. And he called me back and he's like, I closed that sale. And I'm like, hoorah. (laughs) Yes, you did. You closed that sale and we knew you were going to. And this is amazing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how you do it. That's how you increase the closing
2: ratio because leads are expensive. So it's kind of like, I think of the Burger King way, like people like it their way. You know, somebody wants pickles, somebody doesn't. Somebody wants extra cheese, someone wants no cheese, right? Your sales presentation is like that. And if you give them what they don't want, they say no, but when you give them what they do want. And so he and said, really
1: understand like what kind of person they are. I'm really happy you brought that up today. Just the fact that, you know, really identifying, okay, what kind of person is this and really adjusting to them? Because I think that builds a more of a relationship too, right? Like, you know, and trust. That's such a good
2: point because Every personality type does have those preferences that cause them to say yes. But guess what? What else is at stake? If you, when you close that sale, that person has the ability to refer you to somebody else. And if you miss Mm -hmm. the sale, you're not only missing out on the sale, you're missing out on the referral. You're missing out on the positive review that they could give you. And guess what else? You don't have a customer to retain. They're in all of it. So I like to always take a look at, well, what's at stake? You know, some people sell something that's worth a thousand dollars. Some, this guy was a 96,000, whatever it is, that person in front of you, uh, you can add so much to their business and they can add so much to yours. So learn
1: the language of your prospect. It's, it's a game. It's a win-win then, right? Like yeah, you both are winning. So I like that. Now, Michelle, tell me about the podcast. What's what's where are you at with that, and what's the plan with that? I'm excited to hear a little bit about
2: it. Yeah, so I've got two sitting in the wings, and uh, you know, it's one of those things. I always have a ton of things going on, but the one that I'm really interested in would be the con, just the podcast about this personality training. Because guess what? We go to market on how to close sales, but you're going to use this in your relationships and so. Well, everyday life and like, well, okay, where do you go where there's people? Oh, right. You have parents? Maybe did you have some issues with your parents? Maybe, you know, maybe some things right that are still there. Right, children. Do you have a, a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a lover, a husband, a wife? Every time you turn around, there's people. Do you have some problems in your business? Oh, guess what? I bet there's some people associated with it. So
1: right,
2: that, you know, there's like, in an infinite amount of, of, of uh, topics, right. That can get discussed because, and then I like to address some really things that our world needs. So different personality types, judge one another. I told you about these two. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about those. Yeah. So it's the blue, it's the first two of the bank methodology, the blueprint and the action they're polar opposite. So guess in the business world, let's just talk about this. These two personality types are opposite. They meet, they date, they get really attracted to one another because the blueprint thinks, oh, you're so exciting. And oh my gosh, all these new things are happening. And this is so wonderful. And we're having so much fun and you know, so many people and the action personality gets attracted to the blueprint because, oh, they go, oh, you're my steady Eddie. Oh, you're my steady Betty. You're so stable and you're so grounding. And so initially that feels like a really good match, but Mm -hmm. eventually- They can start attacking each other. So they date, they meet, they marry, lovey-dovey, kissy-dissy. And if you're in sales, you might see these two people across the kitchen table from you as business partners or as a husband and wife. And one person has got their foot on the gas and the other person has got their foot on the brake. So you think you're closing the sale. Oh, no, 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 no. Tell me. Right? And the other person was like, they really want what you have. And this person is going, well, not so fast, Right. And so that sales process can be kind of jerky, but in your relationship, so my mother passed away before I became a trainer and I'm sorry we to had, that. yeah, well, so for anybody that's lucky enough to still have your parents, if you do nothing else, you could learn about your personality code and their personality code, and you can heal a lifetime, a lifetime. So my mom passed away and we had a rough go of it. You know, it was a rocky road. It was really turbulent at times, really hurtful words spoken to one another. There were years where we didn't talk to one another. And then we'd, we'd always come back. But it was just like, it was, it was you know, it's the adventure ride. <laughs> right, right, right. So she passed away. And I was actually in the fourth level of training called communications mastery. And we were given this assignment to look at a challenging situation in your life and just see if you could go back and look through the lens of personality science to see, to have some understanding of what was happening with somebody else. And I couldn't do the exercise at first because I kept crying because there was a lot of hurt, hurt in between us. And then months went by and it was just nagging at me and nagging at me. And I go, Michelle, either you're a trainer or not, either you can apply this to your life or you can't. And so I put the cards in front of me and and I looked and I go, who would say these hurtful things to their daughter? And and I would just be like, I don't know. Well, finally, I reverse engineered it. I started taking all my mother's things that she did, all her little quirky things that she did, and I put it in a category under one of these cards. She liked the birds and she liked her garden. I go, well, that's pretty nurturing. And then she hated when things were like, when the mailman was like a minute late, it would really be distressful to her. And I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Like, she's like, right. Where's the and I go, I don't know. He stopped and he pet a dog. Like, why are you so <laughs> right? But like, right. But she, she was a blueprint. So
1: things happening on schedule and on time. Staying on schedule, anything that throws off schedule ruins the day kind of thing. Oh, I got. Yeah. And I would be like, what is wrong with
2: you? Like, I don't know where the film is. And then just all kinds of things. So I finally cracked her code and I stared down at the cards and I had a moment of, uh, that I'll never forget because every last crumb of resentment, every last anything, I saw me and my mother's life in these cards and I just, tears were rolling down, (laughs) I'm gonna cry now we're rolling down my face. And I finally got my mother and why we had these conflicts. And I just she had passed away. And I go, Mama, I love you. I love you. I wish I would have known when you were still here. But I am complete. There is not a crumb of resentment. And I just put my hands up in the air. And I go, I get you, Mom. I love you. I miss you. We're good. Like go fly with the stars. And <laughs> Not, don't have a second thought about whatever happened between us. Cause we're good. And I can sit today and I go, I love my mom. My mom was so cool. You know, my mom was so this, and I used to go, Oh yeah, my mom. Yeah. Boy. And now I just love her, you know, so right, right. power to heal relationships. And
1: that's, I just get so thrilled about Uh, absolutely you know so many things that you could have taken the wrong way and everything like that But not until you understood really like all the stuff that you learned like it's incredible yeah oh I can't wait to take a look at that um (laughs) because you know what I think with that podcast that you're thinking about starting this is going to be great for people learning and and Because you're going to be doing the personality uh, uh, information and stuff on there, right? Yeah.
2: It's all going to, like, who are you judging? You know, we do it. -hmm. Even people say, oh, I'm not judgmental. No, you do it. We all do
1: it. It, 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 Sometimes it just comes naturally by accident. Like, is that, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're going, oh, what a control freak, whatever. No, it's a person that wants to be safe. Right, so we yeah. can reframe things, and it's just like if I can contribute to reducing the amount of judgment uh, between people, if I can help people heal their childhood, whatever happened yeah. between you and your parents, if I can help you close more sales and just give your prospect what they want, so you can be more prosperous in your business, like all of that is a win. I'm like yay, right. then we're, we're really making an impact in the world and 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 people in their relationships.
1: So right, right. Yeah. Michelle, thank you so much for sharing all this valuable insight. You know, um, this is amazing. I, and I haven't had a topic yet covered like this. So this makes me very happy. Um, yeah. I guess I know we're running out of time on the show here, but I do have another question. Just, you know, what is your biggest desire and focus with your business? And I guess in the podcast within the next year here?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think, um, you know, making a difference Yeah, is really important Adding to me. Home. Yeah, yeah, making a difference in the world when we look at how divisive this world is and, and and I feel sometimes it's by design, like who are the people that are just stoking the flames of, you know, you're this and I'm not, you know, you're black and I'm white and you're you're this or you're that or you're vaccinated or you're not. And I go, look at all this division and I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. like it at all. And I go, why isn't there more of an effort to unite us as the heart of humanity and, and to just go, it's okay that that person is different than you. It is okay. It's okay. It's all okay. And if we just treated each other with a little bit more grace, and if I can be some part of helping people um, relax about their judgments about one another, about this right and wrong game that's being played out, then, then I think, um, you know, everyone could be happier, right?
1: right, just going, right. We're meant to be different. We are. <laughs> so and everyone's yeah. different. And that's what makes them so unique, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's what makes the world go around. So less judgment, more compassion for one another. I'm mm-hmm. all about that.
1: I'm all Me about too. That. And yeah. understanding, right? It's just understanding and like, I'm really excited to see this new podcast with, you know, this learning of the personalities and helping others and, or like just helping others understand, and that'll make their business grow eventually. Right. So, uh, yeah. really pumped for you. Super pumped. I love the way you're doing things, Michelle. I love you. Are you, sweet- yeah. <laughs> you are smarty pants. You are like, you know, what's the, and this is exciting. Cause this, I honestly could see it going like really well. So I'm super pumped for this. Can't wait. Yeah. So I'm going to send you a link. It's going to have a place where you can go
2: crack your personality code. You can get a free assessment. You can share that with your partner, your mother, your brother, anyway. It's free. It's a gift okay. from me. And then you can <gasps> Thank you. and then you can put them side by side. And maybe you can go back to your parents or whoever and go, oh, is this what you value? Oh, is this why you were like yeah. that? Oh. And they'll go, is that why you were like that? And you're like, yeah.
0: And well,
2: then, yeah. And then yeah. there's no hard feelings anymore. I love it. And the angels sing, right?
1: (laughs) Love it. love, love it, Love it. I so enjoyed my time with you today. Thank you for this opportunity. Oh, Michelle, thank you. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. You know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, like whether it's on the, you know, the person, personal development area, like, um, learning personalities and stuff, or anything else to do with, uh, your businesses, what would be the best way to connect?
2: Yeah, the best way is just go to my website, heysmartypants.com. It's H-E-Y, like, hey, Culligan Man, if someone remembers that. (laughs) It's Hey, Smarty Pants, H-E-Y-S-M-A-R-T-Y, P-A-N-T-S. You can uh, crack your code there. You can learn a little bit more about my services. And I'm also pretty active on LinkedIn. So those would be the two best ways to be in touch with me. I want to stay connected with you because I so enjoyed our time today. I so...
1: (laughs) absolutely absolutely so i you know we'll stop this interview and get it uploaded in the next couple weeks here for everybody and uh, we'll i'm just gonna um you know stay on here with you for a few minutes afterwards but thank you so much michelle everybody if you're listening and enjoyed please like and subscribe If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the show, just like our wonderful Michelle did today, uh, please go to top100interviews.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Thanks, Michelle.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free.